With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Real Talk Wrestling. I'm your host, Josh Kimmel. On the phone is Chris Koffler. What is up, my dude? Hey, what is going on? Uh, I'm, I have the sniffles. I'm a little sick. I can't, I don't know if it's COVID or if it's just a regular cold, so I decided to stay home and uh, call you up and talk some wrestling on this Friday night. Yes, sir. I'm currently watching SmackDown. It's 8-17, and you'll never guess who opened the show. Tell I'm going because I do not have it on right now. Yeah, Roman. Roman opened the show. Ro- <laughs> Shocker! <laughs> You'll never guess who uh, who came out who came out to uh, to address him to acknowledge him. Tell me who's, who's th- th- on your. This TV? one's not surprising. This one's it's, well. This one's kind of surprising. Big E came out. Big E, in showing that okay. he's got the WWE title, and then and then and guess who else? Finn Balor, and then it came a tag team match to open up SmackDown. So typical oh. WWE booking. They do it every week. They have no other system. Yep. They're like, I'm learning this new job I have, this new career I have. I'm learning it. Mm-hmm. And every single um, thing I do has a new, has a, the same process to start off. I think that's what they do on SmackDown. Like, all right, or Raw. All right, same thing. We're going to have a guy come out. We're going to have two people interrupt. And we're going to do a tag team match. All right. That's what we're doing. That's good shit. That's good. It's the I best. Wouldn't. It's the best shit. <laughs> Why? Why fix it? <laughs> yeah, it's right. Been working for twenty five years, right? Or Why years fix or whatever. It. I don't even know. So yes, it does. It does definitely feel like they're just following the same formula. Yeah, they always. They'll never change. So the reason why we're here this week is to talk wrestling and to also count down the top five most underrated current professional wrestlers. Professional yep. wrestlers. So. This was changed last second because Chris threw out a topic that we apparently already did. So, way to go, Chris. I knew that was going to happen. I, I was like, for the last few weeks, I'm like, I'm going to accidentally pick something because we've done so many of them now. I'm going to accidentally pick out something we've done. And I was putting together my list, and in my head, I'm like, why does this list of people feel so familiar? <laughs> I'm like, hold on. I went, I went and opened up Apple Podcasts, and I went back, and I scrolled back. Sure enough. 10, 15, 20 shows ago. I'm like, yep, there's the topic. Yep. All right, we got to switch it up real quick. So, so we are yeah, top five underrated wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We'll talk about... By correct- underrated, I was going to say by underrated, we're looking either underrated in the eyes of the promotion they work for or maybe even underrated in the eyes of the fans or both. Or both. I mean, I mean, I don't... Look, I don't want to give you my criteria until I get there because... We'll get there later, okay? Let's talk about professional wrestling. In 2021, this beautiful week, we have a new WWE champion. We have AEW Dynamite. We have NXT 2.0. Chris, where do you want to start off with? Let's start off with something good. 
And let's start off. Whoa, 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 whoa. Was there anything good this week? Yeah. Okay. Big E. All right. Big E's great. Long overdue. I'm very excited for him. Big E finally got his chance. I feel like his name has been discussed heavily the last few years amongst the IWC. Um, as far as a potential winner of Money in the Bank, and it finally happened. So it was finally a decision that a lot of people agreed with. And, um, yeah, and then on Monday night, what was it? Well, Monday before the show, he announces online on social media accounts that, hey, guess what, guys? I'm cashing in tonight. It's going to happen tonight. And um, to my surprise, I don't know about you, but definitely to my surprise, he did it. He cashed in, and he won. What do you mean by your I, surprise? <laughs> because it's WWE. I thought he was going to come out, act like he was going to cash in, and then someone was going to also come out and knock him out or do something like MVP was going to knock him out or, you know, someone else was going to come, and then he wasn't going to be able to compete right before he was about to turn it in. Like something, you know, some screwy something. Where you get all excited, you think tonight's the night. Oh, it didn't happen. How many times have we seen that before? You know, I the cash in. think it was a trash move to announce it before, just to get people to watch. I didn't even look at the ratings. I don't know if it worked. I was watching Monday Night Football. It was Week One of Monday Night Football, so they mm-hmm. had to do something to make sure they didn't get a freaking below a million rating because. Who knows? It could have happened with Monday Night Football. So they did this stunt to get viewers. And you know what happened? I didn't watch much of Raw because I watched football. And it was a yep. good game. And around ten, ten fifty-five, I turned it over to USA going, oh, crap, I forgot. Oh, crap, I forgot. And then I saw him win. Like, I didn't see. I saw the very beginning of the match and the ending, of course. And he won. And I'm like, oh, okay. Cool. I turned it back to football. Like I didn't have any feelings. I didn't have any thoughts. I think I went on Twitter and said, "So is the new is the new day back? Are they back? Okay, that's cool. I I like that. I saw the beginning of the show. It was the same what you would expect. Um, I I, I like the move because it's a fresh face and it's a baby yep. face, and they haven't had a baby face champion since Drew back. You know what? Six months ago, five months ago." And they need mm-hmm. it. Lashley was getting stale. He had no other competition. There's not enough baby faces on that show. So now they have a baby face with like a thousand heels to face off with. So I think that's going to be pretty good. Who do you think his first feud's going to be besides Bobby Lashley? Besides Bobby Lashley? Well, of course, we got to have that rematch clause that doesn't exist, but they still get him. Yeah, he's going to get it. Like He's going to fight him out of extreme rules for sure. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, who knows? Because I haven't, I haven't watched close enough to know where the feuds are at, who's in a good program and not. I've been a bad wrestling fan. I haven't watched Raw. Or does that make me a bad wrestling fan because I haven't watched the show? It makes you smart. It makes you so yeah. smart. <laughs> yeah. it's. I don't know. I mean, who knows? We'll see. Hopefully, I just hope that he has a good, long, lengthy run. Whatever I just hope happens. they didn't. He is long overdue. I hope they didn't very biggie by doing this because survivor series they always do this stupid thing where they take champion versus champion they didn't want bobby lashley to lose the roman probably so they said okay yeah. we'll get we'll feed him biggie i hope they do something different i hope they do something totally different 
for Survivor Series. I hope, I don't know if I talked to you about it or somebody else, instead of doing the one-on-one matches, have a Survivor Series match, Bloodline versus The New Day. And if you want to add a tag team to either side to make it five-on-five, that works too. So add a babyface tag team to the New Day side and add a heel tag team to the you know heel side and have a Do Survivor they have Series that many match. Tag teams? I mean, they could find asking for two tag teams. Do they have that many? So they could put RK Bro <laughs> with the New Day, maybe, and then yeah. have who's the bad guy tag team over there on SmackDown? Gable and the fat guy Otis. <laughs> I don't know. Look, the point is, just don't don't do a one on one squash match because Roman's going to squash anyone you put up against him, and it's going to look it's going to make him look bad. It's going to make your WWE champion look bad if you face him off against Roman. That's all. Yep. That's all. Anyway, uh, let's move on to NXT 2.0. 2.0. I'm surprised you oh, watched the majority of it. I watched all two hours of this disaster. Did they think that was good? Did they think? Did, do you think when the show went off the air that they said, they high-fived, they, whoa, we did a great job. Do you think that? Well, absolutely, and I think they're going to think that again when uh, I, I haven't seen the ratings from it. I'm sure whenever the ratings come out and they're going to be higher because of people like me and you that were interested to see, all right, I got to see what is this new 2.0 about they're going to see what the ratings are and be like, Oh, clearly this program is way better than the old one. Cause look at all these eyes we got on it. So yeah, I think they're, I think they're high-fiving each other and patting themselves on the back for sure. I think that it was a bad move for them to do what they did have. Like I, I, I texted you. That looks like I'm watching Nickelodeon double dare. And then you put the tweet out there and it got a bajillion retweets. And I'm like, damn, Chris is really good at Twitter. I wish I could. I wish I was that good at Twitter, because <laughs> I've, I've gotten a lot better at it since we started the show. You only have like a hundred followers yet. You get like a thousand retweets, and I'm like, I got a thousand followers, and I get like one retweet. What the fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was um, you totally stole it from me, so I'll take half credit. Um, yeah, that's what I said. That, that one was all you. I just took your thing and I. I added a picture to it and put it out there in Twitter world. Yeah, it, it was, dude. Like if when I when I first saw it, and the colors, and they had the guy with the tie dye colored, you know, trunks. I was like, wow. Like you know, what's funny is that's like Rick Steiner's son, the main guy. Yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's so stupid. I'm like, well, he's the main character of this TV show because he's wearing the colors of the whole show. He's like, you know how, like when you watch the Sopranos or something like that, Oh, Tony Soprano is the main character. Well, we clearly yep. see this new guy is the main character of the TV show and how, right? Like he's the Roman. He's there. Their, he's going to yep. be the champ. They gave the, yeah, champ, yeah, I mean, they gave the championship to Champa. Yeah. Yeah. They gave the championship to Champa for this guy to squash him. hundred percent. This guy will be champion next. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I saw that they were going to have the program there and everything. But let me let me just add real quick to what you were saying. I knew when I was watching it, I was just like, "What? Why does this set look so familiar?" I've, I've never. I'm, I'm like, I don't watch enough TNA to recognize one of those. It's not an old brawl set, and I'm like, "Why does this set look so familiar?" And then I saw your message about it. <laughs> it's looking like an old '90s TV kids show, and I'm like, "That's what it is." Even all the way down to like. The audience crowd, they didn't look like a typical wrestling audience crowd. They looked like just family people watching, like, Double Dare. And then even, like, they had, like, little 
plastic glass paneling in front of the fans. Like they literally looked like they went into the set of Double Dare to record that. Yeah, it was. I was expecting some slime. I was expecting some uh, oh, yeah. crowd interactions. Like, hey, you know, you come over here and do something. But no, it was bad all the way around. And why? Like, why did so Vince or Bruce Prichard's like, all right. Rick Steiner's son, you're going to be the star of this show. You're big, you're sweaty. You have to wear the colors. You have to. Yeah. It's literally the same color as the logo. <laughs> He's wearing the logo. He is the logo. It's so bad. So, so I tweeted a couple of times about this. And it just all I could think watching this show, like I remember watching now, I guess we're going to call it old NXT, the black and gold brand NXT. Like it always felt different from Raw and SmackDown. Like it felt like a completely different promotion at times. And like watching NXT 2.0 Nickelodeon slash Disney Channel version, all I could think to myself is watching it. And even I would see a couple other people on Twitter say this. It just, it felt like Monday Night Raw without the star power, without quite the same level of star power. It also because felt it was like they opened up with a lot of talking. Like I felt like we had one match for like the first 40 minutes or something like something crazy like that. I'm like, this is raw. This is Monday night raw, but it, now it's Tuesday night raw because you don't quite have the huge names. Yeah. It reminded me of raw mixed with a little bit of uh, like Saturday night, night whatever like those saturday night shows were where they do the stupid promos in the back oh yeah tonight we're gonna beat you up and we're gonna take those titles you know like i hate those kind of promos where they're backstage and they're talking like into a camera there's no one interviewing them those are the worst yeah. promos ever and that's how it opened <laughs> up with like a champ or someone going oh i haven't been a champion in six long years it's like dude just fucking go wrestle and how did that close how did that show or how did that not close out the show your champion. Yeah. That, you close out yeah, with a championship w- match. You close out with a stupid out wedding. With a wedding segment. And not even, honestly, not even that good of a wedding. Not even that good. Yeah, I mean, it, it was all right. It was better it was okay. than. It was, it, it was was a little goofy. It was better than the um, uh, Penelope Ford wedding with uh, Kip Sabian. It was. I think it was better. I mean, it was goofy just because you had Loomis looking like a psycho as always. And then finally talking. Well, he said like what two words? Two words? Yeah, yeah. That's all I had to say. (laughs) Yeah, but he finally said something. I hope they all. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Tuesday night, this upcoming Tuesday, are you tuning back in? It depends on what I'm doing. My Tuesday nights will now be writing an article for my fantasy football show. So I might be Mm -hmm. writing an article while it's on in the background. Leftovers. Or the DMV, or house cleaning, or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. 
And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. So it's just, yeah. So you're kind of watching. It'll be on in the background. Raw will not be watched by me. I'll be watching Monday Night Football. Tuesday nights, it'll be on in the background. Wednesday nights, that's going to be live for now on because of circumstances. And uh, what, Thursday night, there's no wrestling. And Friday nights, I'll be doing the show with you. So SmackDown will be watched taped. So that's my wrestling and then what about New sure, Japan? What about up. ROH? What about Impact? Yeah, when something <laughs> relevant happens, I'll watch it. All right, when something yeah. relevant happens. They got to start moving the needle, right? That's yeah. That's the same now these days. Exactly. Moving the needle. Let's get to AEW real quick. Yep. Uh, I watched it live. It was very underwhelming. It was not good. I didn't, I didn't get anything out of it. There was not one thing that was good. Your review. <laughs> it's funny though, because like you say, it's like not good, but it's not good maybe by like AEW standards, and we're used to them putting on such like high quality, high octane every week, putting out these big shows, you know. And so, yeah, by their own standards, it was it was just a show. I mean, it wasn't bad. It wasn't like oh my god, I I can't stand watching this. Like. I wasn't forcing myself to watch it. I enjoy it. I was just sitting there thinking, you know what? I can at least sit back and watch this. I'm not forcing myself. And I don't find myself sitting on my phone the whole time. So maybe it wasn't this huge, great episode standalone by itself, but it's it's watchable stuff. That's fine. But it's okay. They weren't going to have a big card last week because they're having a big card next week yes next week next week is slam o mania or slam anniversary <laughs> what is it called oh my goodness aew's grand slam grand the grand slam of them all jericho jericho's gonna come out and with this ufc guy and they're gonna talk about how wrestling's fake and then i mean i don't know i i, I just don't honestly there's nothing Appealing to Grand Slam to me. What What's going to happen? Nothing appealing to Grand Slam? No. Nothing? Really. Nothing. 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 So let me go through the matches here. <laughs> MJF, Brian Pillman Jr. Oh, I can't wait to see Brian Pillman Jr. <laughs> one of the biggest hot stars in the company. Fuck out of here. I know. I know you wouldn't care about that one. What about FTR? They're fighting. I do not. I'm not a fan of FTR. Really? I am. I love FTR. Uh, but they're fighting Sting and Darby. So. Oh, oh, sign <laughs> me up, baby. Sign me up. Right, okay, right, two for right, two. Wrong. Two for two is failed. All right, Cody Rhodes, Malachi Black going at it again. Okay, all right. I, I'm here for I'm that. I'm looking forward to this because I don't think they're going to make it another squash match. Not on this show. They need to showcase some good wrestling. So, I think these two are going to have an excellent match. Yep, yep. Okay. All right. All right. Moving on. So we're good there, right? Yeah, we're good there. Oh, F- right. Fuego del Sol. Fuego del Sol versus um, Miro. He's given up his Honda Sonata. His Honda <laughs> Sonata. His Sonata is on the line. Chris, it's a I'm. Winner take all match. 
for the TNT title and a Hyundai Sonata. Chris, I work at freaking Progressive, and I can afford a freaking Hyundai Sonata. All right? I have a Dodge Caravan, which is more expensive than a Hyundai Sonata. Um, I, AEW, pay them better, guys. Like, just pay them a little bit better. Cause <laughs> I feel like that's going to be a Nero wins, and then he's just going to smash the car to pieces. Like, he doesn't want the car. He doesn't care about that car. The Hyundai Sonata. Or the they're, they're hyping it up. Does Fuego do Sol get the upset win? No. <laughs> Why not? I would be I'd be shocked because no, they Miro needs to be a dominant champion and it's not been long enough yet. They they not let by AEW standards. Sammy Guevara interferes. Fuego do Sol wins it. Sammy no. turns on him. Boom, that's a feud. No. Sammy's doing nothing. No, he's not, which is weird. But it's it's probably his time to take a little bit of time off. And that's something I you know what I meant to bring that up last week. Let me let me go down a side road here just for a minute. So I that's what I was reading that the plan was in AEW was they were going to give all these wrestlers some time to be wrestling, but they were also he was gonna be really big on time off for two reasons. To give these guys a break, because, you know, you hear the WWE schedule is wrestling 300 plus nights a year. And so he's like, he wants to give people time to spend just some personal time, some family time, whatever. And then that way, also, you don't get bored of seeing the same wrestler week in, week out, week in, week out. Because like you're saying, there's no Sammy. We want to see Sammy now. And you know what? When we're tired and bored of some of these other people, they're going to push them out and give them some time off. Sammy's going to come back. We're going to be pumped that he's back. We're going to be excited. It's going to keep the faces fresh. You know what I mean? It's that That's how he was going to deal. Because that was his answer, Tony Khan's answer to the question of how is he going to deal with taking in all this talent? Is he going to get too overloaded? He says, no, not at all. This is my plan here. I think that's great. What, what do you think? I think it's a great plan, too. Because like you said, you don't need to see the same people every single show. We don't need to see... On Raw, Randy Orton every week, or you know Alexa no. Bliss every week, or so yeah, I like that. Give some time off. Like, give some time off. It, it it's yeah. work. It works out for Sasha Banks. Like she comes in, it seems like, and she's here for two months, three months, and then she's gone for yeah. like four months, and she's back for two months. It's, it works. It works. Exactly. I think it's a good idea, and I think people stay fresh and excited about it, and they're not mentally and physically worn out then it kind of shows in the ring like they stay fresh they stay hungry they want to keep going you know take some time off and like all right i'm ready to get back in the ring i'm ready to put on a you know one hell of a match yeah you are right chris um anything else you want to bring up with aew before we get to our top five yep i got two more matches for you for the grand slam just because you said there was nothing on there for you so so far we found one for you what about Britt baker DMD versus Ruby Soho. Uh, that sure, could be, sure. That's, that's got some damn potential right there. You know, you've always said the women's division is lacking, which it was. Maybe still is some, but it's definitely getting better, especially with the addition of Ruby Soho. And now we're going to get to see her go up against Britt Baker. I'm expecting good things in this. You match. know, I'm I'm really wait. I'm already ready. I'm ready for Jade Cargill to be unleashed and dominate. I, I'm just yeah. I really am. I'm, yep. It's, yeah, I gotta imagine that can't be too far out. Yeah, I'm just I'm just waiting for it because not that Britt Baker's been boring or bad because she's been awesome, but I'm ready for the dominant heel, like dominant heel champion, not this fringe 
person. But it's all right. She's good. Yep. I love her. Not nothing bad about her at all. Yep. And then probably what will be your main event? Whoa! Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson. You can't tell me you're not excited for that match. It's gonna be okay. No, of course I'm excited for that match. Come on, Chris. Come on. Exactly. So see, there's some good stuff on this show. I didn't know that match was happening because I watched AEW live. The only thing I missed was Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega. Yep. I missed that whole thing. I don't even know where I went. I think I, I think I had to go change a diaper or something. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, they announced that match because um, Daniel, or excuse me, Brian Danielson was requesting that match. He was um, Ken, Don Callis was telling Kenny, "Don't take it, don't take it." And then Kenny finally just said, "You know what? You got it. Oh, we're gonna do it. We'll wrestle." Next oh, week. I did see that's when Brian Danielson was getting very aggressive and calling him a piece of shit. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I remember that. It was so memorable. Yeah, no, seriously, it was good. <laughs> Um, Boogs, yep. Boogs just smashed Bobby Roode in two minutes, so underrated right there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So yeah, I think it's going to be a good show. Definitely worth watching. This is another one that hopefully this will be a good show to show either non-wrestling fans or fans that have kind of gone away from wrestling over the last few years. This might be the one to say, hey, if you don't want to spend the money on a pay-per-view yet, go ahead and tune in to this one and see what it's about. See what AEW is about. I definitely agree. Um, I, a little update. I want to do this new segment. I didn't, I didn't even tell you about the segment, but I want to tell you about it. So it's called being the elite. What has Josh watched? I am on episode. (laughs) (laughs) I have watched 49 episodes in the past, whatever I started and I'm starting episode 50 tonight. And, uh, Adam Cole, baby, just, just, um, uh, said he poisoned Nick Jackson. So there you go. Okay. There's my recap. There's your recap. All right. I, I still need to get on that. I I went to start watching, I think, like the first one, and then I got pulled away and distracted, and then I never went back and watched it. They're incredibly so. stupid, but st- stupid. They're stupid. They're, I'll just say that. They're stupid. But <laughs> so stupid. Anyway, Chris, we got to get to our top five underrated wrestlers of all no not of all time just current just current wrestlers you still there christopher yep yep okay making sure do you have a list ready because i have some criteria i went through i did not go through what the company thinks of them i went through what we as wrestlers think of them the internet wrestling community because we host a podcast we put it out there for the IWC to listen to. We have, that's what we're here for. So I don't give a fuck what WWE or AW or anyone thinks about their wrestlers. I only care about what the fans and what the community thinks. So here's okay. my top five um, underrated wrestlers, not voted by the community, but who I think we think is underrated. Okay. Christopher? Yeah. Oh, sorry. You weren't talking. No, I said, do you want to go ahead and get us started? Oh, yeah. You know what? I will get us started at number five. Now, I'm just going to tell you, to let you know that I have one AEW wrestler. The rest are all from the E. Does that surprise you at all? Okay. Yep, yep. No. 
doesn't surprise me one bit. My number five is going to be Seamus. It's all right. <laughs> now, I'll tell you why. The dude's big, strong. He can actually cut a promo, and he can actually wrestle. And people hate him. And it's not... Let me... Let me maybe I lied about my criteria. I think he's underrated. You people hate him. You people think he sucks. Chris, I know you think he sucks. You think he's boring. Everyone thinks he's so boring. No, he's a great heel. He's got real heat. That's what you want from a wrestler. And what's he doing chasing U.S. titles? This dude should be in the main event, not of WrestleMania, not of SummerSlam, just certain B pay-per-views. This guy should be chasing the title not every month, not every year, just do it already. He hasn't chased the title in years. He's been stuck in a tag team with Cesaro. He's been stuck carrying around the U.S. title, wearing a stupid face mask on his face. No, get this guy in a legit program. Have him face Big E as his next title reign. You know what I mean? Do something like that. Mm-hmm. Give this guy the spotlight. He's not bad. I don't know why people hate him so much. I really don't get it. I think at times his character is just is a little bit bland. There's times when it's good and there's times when it's just kind of bland. And that I think maybe is why he doesn't get the attention or the respect that maybe he should. He's a good wrestler. He's a big guy. He is a good wrestler and everything. I think that's all that it is. I think that's maybe the one, the one thing that might keep him, a little underrated is some of the some of the character stuff that they give him. He's just know? sitting here wrestling Humberto and losers, and he's not he's not yeah main eventing like he should be main eventing easily. He had his whole program with Drew McIntyre that should have been for the title, like should yep. have been like oh absolutely big time. All right, that's yep. my number five, Sheamus. All right, my number five. I kind of pulled a Josh here and cheated a little bit. And um, and it's the only time I do this, but I put a tag team. I almost they have to go together. I almost did that. They have to do because separated it doesn't make any sense. So for my number five, and I'm going to put them on there, and just barely, just barely do they even make the list because I don't know that they're necessarily completely underrated like the rest of these. But I've got Santana and Ortiz from AEW, and I I only say that I think they're underrated. I don't think like a lot of the other wrestlers that are on my list. Like, I don't think it's because like they're on the lower, the real low part of the card. It's just, I think maybe they're underrated because they don't get as much of a chance to really showcase what they can do. I feel like when their time comes leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To break away from the inner circle, that they could go on like some big historic run through the tag team division. I think they could be tag team champions. I think they could have a great run. I think they're capable of a lot of great matches. I saw something the other day that it was like the one year anniversary of their street fight with 
the best friends. And I'm like, holy crap, I didn't realize that was already a year ago now. Um, and I thought, you know, because typically street fights, they sound cool on paper, but they're usually pretty boring because it's a lot of standing around and you hit the guy in the head with something and then he kind of stumbles along for 10 feet and then he fires back and hits you with something. You This match was like great. It was a really, really good match. Probably one of the best street fight matches I'm pretty sure I've ever seen. And I just feel like when they get the chance to shine, they look really, really good. It's just they're kind of stuck behind Chris Jericho and behind Sammy right now and, and the whole inner circle stuff. And they're just kind of caught up in that. Like they don't have just the spotlight on them. And I think when they do, I think they're going to they're going to really catch a lot more people's attention whenever their chance comes. No, I, I agree. I just don't. I guess they're underrated because I don't care about them, right? So therefore, that makes them and underrated. Why. They, they haven't given they haven't given us enough of a chance to, or enough of a reason to care about them. I know that's that's maybe why they're underrated in in your eyes because I just don't care about them. If they win, they win. Yeah. If they lose, they lose. I don't care who they wrestle. I really don't care about their matches. But that's just because I'm stupid. But I think yeah, I just I think they like if you ever just sit and like watch when they get a chance, like they're actually really damn good. They're really good. And I think that they would turn some heads if they were given an opportunity to branch off and do their own thing. No, I definitely can agree with that. My number four comes from AEW and he is a monster. You know, all my guys are pretty much big guys because I just love those big guys. You love big sweaty dudes. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to go Lance Archer. I'm going to go Lance Archer because he's one of the rare big guys in AEW and they're not using him like a monster. He came out like a monster. He came out like a monster beaten. I remember his entrance was he came out and he beat someone up on those way to the ring. And I was like, that's cool. I like that. Um, now he's just a, uh, he's like the big show. He's one week. He's a heel one week. He's a face. You don't know what he's doing. He's with Jake. They're wasting him and Jake the snake. Jake's only got a couple more years left with him. So what is he? What do you guys do? What's his, what's the plan with Lance Archer? Was he just supposed to come yeah. in and be a monster until you sign bigger names? Cause now you have bigger names. I, I mean, I said this on Twitter guys, like remember when you guys had to rely on Joey Janela and, and other like losers like that. Now you have legit superstars coming in. Now they're pushing these guys out the way. You don't see, you know, Sonny kiss or Joey Janela or Lance Archer much anymore. No. But I think you should. I think this is should definitely see Lance Archer. Like he's a, if anything, he's a monster and needs to be treated like one and not some face heel, face heel. Who is he? What is he? Yeah, I would say he's a he's a modern day Big Show right now. Like I don't know what he is when he comes out. Did you not just hear me? And Did you not just listen to what I said? I just said that. No, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like I agree with you. Like I just. I'm just kind of reiterating what you're saying that like, I don't know what he is when he comes out anymore. And yeah, I, I think he needs to be more on the heel side. Cause I just feel like he fits that role more right now. So like yeah, him, I, like I could agree like him versus big show at all out would have been so much better than QT Marshall. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. Like him, like so, do something with him. You're not, you're just wasting his talent. Yeah, that's it. Lance Archer. I'm not even a big fan. I just think he's underrated. Yeah, for sure. All right. My number four. 
comes from WWE. I think the majority of my list comes from WWE. Look at you copying me. <laughs> well, that's because they have a lot of talent that they're not using right. So it was easier to come up with WWE guys. So true. But he had recently been given, semi-recently been given a gimmick change and a little bit of a push, but it's still never quite what I thought it should be. And I'm talking about Apollo Crews. Oh, God. I just I, saw him on I TV. Thought, <laughs> I thought that he's always... He's got the look, right? He's got the look that Vince wants, right? Big sweaty dude. I feel like he's super athletic and for his size, you know, normally the big muscly guys, they can barely move. They can't they can't move around the ring very well. They look very stiff all the time. You got Apollo Crews doing freaking backflips and he's able to do all sorts of stuff. And I just thought if they could get him maybe a mouthpiece and the right gimmick he could do really well. I remember watching him in NXT and thinking, I like this guy. He's a real likable guy. And he just looks like a good wrestler. He's, I don't know. I just thought he should be doing more, but I can see he is going to be a career jobber in WWE and nothing more. No, he's, they, uh... did their, they did their little push for him. And I don't really see much else ever happening with him. No, nah, he's Nigerian now, like got an accent. Yes. He just came out and beat up. Uh, he just beat. He just beat up someone, Nakamura. Just beat him up. That yeah. feud is still going. That feud <laughs> is two months old. It's still going. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. I, I just you know. Um, so Shelton Benjamin was that guy for me for years. Of he's got the look. He's got the. He's a. He's a. He's got everything. And Vince's never pushed him. I mean, I don't know what it is about guys like Apollo or Cedric, you know, Alexander or Shelton Benjamin or even Lashley. He finally got pushed. I don't know what it is. I don't. I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why, but they just don't see anything in him, really. Not a whole lot to where he's never he's not going to go above where he's at now. I, let me just say that. that I think true. he's capable of better. My number three is a guy who will never go anywhere in the WWE. He should have never sign with the WWE, but he's there now, and he's Johnny Drip Drip, John Morrison. Uh, I don't think we think he's underrated. We think he's awesome, but the company does not use him at all. John Morrison should be in a big program for a Intercontinental Champion. Like he is. If you think about the Intercontinental Championship, he is that style. You know, he can move. Mm-hmm. He's got the parkour moves. He can wrestle. He can jump off the top rope. He's charisma. He's he's got the charisma. He's everything the Intercontinental Champion needs. And what is he doing? <laughs> Nothing. He signed for the WWE to be a tag team partner with the Miz and never wrestle. And when he does, it's handicap matches, and he loses to Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all. John Morrison came back yeah. for, and it's pathetic because he's a Grade A talent a grade A talent and you're putting him in a stupid feud with bad bunny for what? Six, seven, eight months. That's almost a, <laughs> that's almost a year feud. Yep. Yeah. John Morrison. Yep. I, I mean, they, they, they just split up Miz and Morrison. So hopefully Morrison can, what am I thinking? He's chasing the 24 seven title next week. Oh, for sure. Jeff yeah. Hardy. And I almost, I almost thought about including him on my list but I had a feeling he was going to show up on yours and that you would have him covered. There you go. I got him covered. Always got him covered. Yep. 
I, I'm going to say this right now. My one and two are nowhere near your list. Nowhere near your list. Well, I don't. Yeah, I was confident that we would not have anybody the same. I feel pretty good about it. Watch, watch. We're going to turn around and have no, there's my no, number two. Or it's going to be the same. There's no way you have my number two. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So then number three for me, uh, back over to AEW, surprisingly. I did. I thought I was going to go four and one, WWE to AEW. But in the women's division, I've always been, and I'm pretty sure we've talked about it on the show before, I've always been a fan of Big Swole. I, I've always thought she's pretty charismatic. She's got a good wrestling look. I feel like she's got pretty good moves. You know, she's strong, obviously. She's swole. She's big swole. And I thought that she would kind of get somewhat of a push, at least get some a good program going at some point, you know, to kind of, even if she didn't win the title, start putting her name out there. And at least getting up to that level, you know, seeing what she could do in the spotlight. And it just, it just kind of isn't, it isn't happening. And I don't know at this point if it will with them starting to bring in the likes of a Ruby Soho, uh, Thunder Rosa, you know, these people that are now starting to fill in the women's roster. I feel like she's just going to be kind of relegated to AEW dark. Yeah. She's going to be her, her Riho and, uh, and a Nia, Nia Jax or Nyla Rose. They're they're getting Nyla Rose. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're the ones getting delegated down to dark. They suck. Yeah. They suck. So yeah, I always wanted to see more from her, but it just it just looks like it's not gonna happen. And maybe that's part of me is because I think she's from around here. And also I got to go watch her wrestle downtown in Ebor at um that's a little promotion that they have there. So, you know, I kind of was always been rooting for her, and I always thought she did, She was really good. All right. But Big yep, small. I, I don't think that, um, yep, I think she will forever be underrated there. All right. My number two underrated wrestler currently, he is your, mm-hmm. <laughs> he is your universal champion. <laughs> I'm not kidding. The Roman what? Reigns is so underrated. What? Yes. Oh yes. God. Yes. You guys got to stop it. You guys have this, to stop The guy it. that has main evented multiple WrestleManias, has multiple title reigns, is Vince's pet project, and gets all the airtime in the world, is on your list for underrated? And you people don't appreciate him. Maybe this is an underappreciated list. But he's not appreciated at all. What happened when he went home with leukemia? What happened? The show suffered. They need Roman. What happened when he said, I'm not going to wrestle because of COVID? What happened? The show suffered. What happened when Roman came back? The show magically became awesome again. Just like that. Because you know why? You don't have some stupid fat clown in a clown mask main eventing against some stupid choo-choo train at WrestleMania. You know what I mean? Like, that's what they had. They had a fat clown, and they had a choo-choo train face off. They didn't have a legit superstar. <laughs> they did not. So oh, so man. now, Roman, honestly, you guys, you, Chris, me. Yeah, you, put me all of you, you, you belittle Roman Reigns. He's the best wrestler in this industry today, and you still don't acknowledge him or you do not appreciate him and he's super underrated with the fans and you guys listen listen you did it with Cena 
What happens when Cena comes back every time? You guys pop like little children because you know the product is better with Cena. The product is better with Roman Reigns. You need to acknowledge him. You need to understand this. That's why his gimmick is acknowledge him because he knows. WWE knows you fucking idiots don't appreciate him. So that's why he's doing this. And I love it. So I, I refuse to acknowledge him as underrated. Well, he's super <laughs> underrated. Super. Super. Because he's a good re- because he's a good wrestler. Because he can carry a match. Yeah. I don't know. I think he's I think he's alright. He's pretty good. He's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Under you're under, you're underrating him. I'm sorry. Like, you know what? I will rate I'll rate him at good, not great. So there you go. There's your underrating. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Give me your number two. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you're definitely right. That was nowhere near my list. Not even a thought. I thought you were joking when you said that in the text messages earlier, because you always each each week when we're talking about top five, we rattle off a few jokes, a little like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if I did that one? But I'm not not really doing that one. I thought that was what it was when you told me Roman for underrated wrestler. <laughs> he was my he was my number one, but I moved into number two. There's someone better. Mm. There's someone even better. Someone even better. You're probably going to say Sasha because we don't acknowledge her as the greatest wrestler of all time. Because she doesn't get recognized in the top three, which is ridiculous. All right, move on. (laughs) So number two, I have actual underrated wrestlers, people that don't get a lot of airtime. That's what my list is about here. And for number two, I'm going for Shorty G. I mean, excuse me, Chad Gable, his real name. Not that Shorty G crap, but Chad Gable. I think he was extremely good wrestler i love watching him when he was in the tag team with jason jordan obviously they tried to split them up because they wanted to push jason jordan and then that made him get lost in the mix and then that was all for nothing because jason jordan was gone as quickly as he appeared in the singles scene and i've always thought that chad gable was an extremely good technical wrestler and i think the thing that's holding him back is he's in wwe and he's a really small guy by comparison to everyone else there and that he's never really going to have a chance to shine he's not big enough to get a title or a big push and i think he's he could really show you some stuff. He, he would be really good but he's not he's very underrated he's an afterthought because he's kind of in the wrong system and he you also know, has no character we were also talking about, well, they give him terrible characters to work with. I love them in American Alpha. I thought that was great. <laughs> but, you know, we were talking about, um, you know, us watching football and things. And how many times have you seen it where a player is really terrible at a system and it makes you think that player is terrible? And then they change teams, new coaching, new schemes new way of doing things. And then all of a sudden that person thrives. Jameis. Right? Jameis. I was thinking more like this guy who went to the Titans and now looks like a really good quarterback used to play for some fish team. I don't remember what their name is, but Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, he yeah. went from looking like a scrub to looking like a legit quarterback just with a change of scenery. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking here. I don't know that. <clears throat> and James. Maybe he's not quite, maybe he's not quite, Hold on, it's been like one game and you didn't even make two hundred yards. So five tutties. I don't know. I don't know that Chad Gable is going to be like 
top of the card main event thing, but I definitely think he could be way further up the card than what he is and what he has been. So I, that's why I put him number two for underrated wrestlers, current wrestlers. Trent Delfer. <laughs> Steve Young. He, he won a Super Bowl. Both of them. Yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm just saying it's a, it's a thing here in Tampa. It happens a lot. Yeah. A yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. All right. My number one, my numero uno, you guessed it, it's Sasha Banks. My number one. God, know. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I don't know. I'm kidding. It's Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. Is, I'm not kidding. <laughs> I had a feeling he might also be on your list, too. You He's love Corbin. Super All right, go ahead. underrated. He's one of the rare wrestlers that has real heat. Like, people don't like him because. I don't know why, but he's great. He, he does what, whatever Vince gives him to do. He does it times 100. I, I, I think that his new gimmick sucks. Happy Corbin. I think it sucks. I wish, I wish he went down this road where he was poor, which is stupid because he's got a contract, but where he's poor. I mean, you can afford a Hyundai Sonata, buddy, with his contract. Um, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Hyundai Sonata. Anyway, no offense to you, Hyundai Sonata drivers. They're fine cars. They just have terrible air conditioning, um, <laughs> which is true. All Hyundais have terrible air conditioning. Don't buy a Hyundai. Okay. Baron Corbin. Happy Corbin sucks, but he's doing it to the best of his ability. He's a great heel. People hate him. He's never going to be a baby face, which is kind of like limited, but whatever. I really think that they messed up with him being poor and him just hitting the jackpot overnight and becoming rich. They should have yes. let him be poor, let him be poor, learn a lesson, learn a lesson, and be humble, team with Kevin Owens, and, like, you know, give him a little baby face run. But, nope, literally snap a finger, he's rich again. He won a jackpot. Yep. And now he's just, like, a multi-billionaire off of one night in Vegas. But, yeah, Baron Corbin, I would say, should deserves a title. He will get a title eventually. He deserves to be the main champion. It's just a matter of time. So I, I think it's ironic that you have him number one, just in front of Roman at number two, because I think he suffers from the Roman effect, and which was also at one point in time, uh, the Dwayne Johnson effect, which was WWE was pushing characters that just like, they weren't ready to be pushed, you know? <laughs> they, I think that's where a lot of people turned on Baron Corbin. Cause I remember when I would watch WWE more often, I'm like, I don't care about his character right now. Some of the stuff they had him doing, I'm like, I don't really care about it, but they would force it down your throat, just like with Roman Reigns. And that's what turned so many people off from him was they were just forcing it on you. Like you are going to get an opening segment with Roman every week. You're going to have something happen in the middle show and he's going to close out the show. So you're going to see him three times every show, whether you like it or not, that's what you get. Super underrated. You know, (laughs) so not to that extent, but you know, they were doing that with Baron for a while where they were kind of putting him out there a lot and the fans were rejecting them. And rather than listening and pulling back on it, they're just like, Oh, you don't like it. Well, we're going to give you more Baron Corbin until you do like it. I think that's where, a lot of people kind of turned on him, but I, I can see what you're saying there with him being underrated because I remember him coming out, um, coming out of like kind of making when he first got his start in WWE and kind of moving up. Like I kind of liked him back then, but I just remember that's what turned me against him a little bit was I just felt like they were force feeding us too much here in Corbin. 
He he reminds me, and maybe this is totally wrong, a yes man to Vince. He'll do anything, any gimmick they give him, he'll do. It's like, come on, dude, you're ruining your character by doing dog food or barking like a dog mm-hmm. or whatever you gotta do. Like you're 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 embarrassing yourself. How about you stick up to Vince and go, No, I don't want my character doesn't do that. I'm a lone wolf, I'm a badass, I'm a heel. People hate me. Let me go face Biggie. And actually do heel moves, not goofy, embarrassing shit. And that's what's happening with Baron Corbin. It sucks because he's they're making him like a comedy heel where he needs to be a legit, a legit sadistic heel. Yeah, for sure. Yep. So that's my number one, Baron Corbin, which Baron you Corbin. knew. I, you for- knew I forgot when we started talking, but earlier when I was looking through the rosters for each show to kind of build my list, I saw him on there. I'm like, that's a Josh guy right there. That is definitely a Josh guy. He has to be on Josh's list. Yes, it was. And sure enough, he comes in and at number one. Sasha was almost on my list too because she's super underrated. I don't know how she could be underrated. All, but, okay. like, all we hear about is Becky or Charlotte or Rhea. Shut the f- or Oscar. Shut- they all suck compared to. <laughs> oh my goodness! Of course. All right, so for my number one most underrated wrestler, it's too bad you're not here right now so I can watch you roll your eyes at me because I'm pretty sure this is what you're about to do, and that's fine. Or I don't know, maybe you'll agree. Who knows? You'll have to let me know. So number one on my list, another woman's wrestler going over into WWE, and I'm speaking about Ember Moon. I've always thought she was so... Okay, the eye roll. There it is. I can I can hear it in your voice. I've always thought she was extremely good, extremely fun to watch. Anytime she would wrestle, um, I loved watching her in NXT. I love her. I can't even remember the name of it anymore. It's been so long since I've seen it. Though, the her finishing move eclipse. that she does. The eclipse. Yes, there you go. Where it's like that somersault, flippy, stone cold stunner from the top rope kind of a deal. Yeah. It's insane. It's awesome. And I always thought that, you know, watching her in NXT, she's another one of these failed NXT stars just because when she got demoted to the main roster, they just buried her. But she was someone I was watching in NXT, and I'm like, man, this looks like the next big – she could be one of the next big women stars because she looks so good. Down in NXT, she's got the awesome entrance to get you hyped up. She's got the awesome finisher. She doesn't, you know, she's not, she looked terrible in the ring. You know, she looked pretty good. And I thought she was definitely set up for a big push whenever she got moved. Uh, and that was before I think I, we all realized that everyone that went to main roster would just get buried. So I thought she was always destined for something bigger. But now she's like, I don't know. Do they have a 24-7 championship for the women yet? Because if so, she would be Chris, one of the ones chasing it around every week. Women... Can she, Chris? Women can chase the twenty four seven title around. Didn't she tear her yeah. Achilles by chasing it? Or yeah, her ACL? I mean, they 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 can, but it's mostly the men, right? But I'm um, seriously, didn't she tear her Achilles or her ACL by chasing around? Ember moon injury. Um, I stopped watching. The twenty four seven championship as soon as Gronk lost it. That's then it didn't matter anymore. 
It never belt here it is right the belt was irrelevant then. Ember Moon says her ruptured Achilles injury was so bad that she might need a second surgery. She got it from chasing the twenty four seven title on there a SmackDown go. segment back in two thousand nineteen. So yeah, she go. was chasing so, the twenty four seven title. She, she was. was literally so she went from someone I thought that could be a star to literally chasing it after the pointless twenty four seven championship. Yes. Point proven. Point very proven. Underrated. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our list of top five underrated. Yes, Roman is underrated, you fucking assholes. Um I mean, man, you just you just set me up to get the clear victory this week on, on who's got the better list. So I appreciate that. Thank uh, you by putting list, Roman on there. My list is pretty elite. The the elite. My list is super <laughs> I mean, I've heard that song ten thousand times over the past week. <laughs> I watch it every night. Yeah. If your list is the elite, you're like the the one guy that sits there and sprays everybody with the plastic face mask. No, that that would Brandon be Cutler. That's not elite. me. I'd probably be yeah, Brandon Cutler. You are the Brandon Cutler of the elite. No, I'm more like if your list is elite. I'm more like Matt Jackson because he's the coolest. <laughs> he's the worst, by the way. He's the worst. Bella. The worst. All right, we got to get out of here, Chris. You can find us on Twitter, Josh Kimmel O U S R T W Chris. He's going yeah, viral. Yeah, just look for people retweet me. Yeah, yeah there you go. You can viral. find me easy now. Facebook, Instagram, Real Talk Wrestling Pods, part of the Say It Again Network. Uh, we're gonna watch SmackDown. Are you gonna watch? Are you going to watch Rampage Live tonight? Um, we got fifty minutes. I don't know because after after I'm done here, I'm gonna go lay down in bed because I'm old. And um, I'm probably going to get sleepy, and so probably no. Probably not. Okay. I'll watch right. it tomorrow morning. That's all right. That's all right. I'll watch it tomorrow morning as well. But we got to get out of here, Chris. You got anything else to say bef- yep. before we get out of here? Um, nope. Just really looking forward to Grand Slam next week. Yep. And, yeah, that's it. Coming. I'll see you guys next week. All right. See ya.
leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.